Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well... You guys having a good day or what? Am I having a good day? You feeling it or what? As the weenials say, Woo! as the millennials say, LFG, let's effing go. That's Steve Cavino, right. Rich Davis, Spot the Producer. Yo. What's up, Ralph Irvin? Iowa Sam and Bursch, 877-99 on Fox. We have guests stopping by. We're glad you're here. Appreciate it. Talk some sports, some entertainment, some life. Love it. Uh, we'll talk some Joe Burrow today. We'll talk Matthew Stafford. We'll talk Daytona. We'll talk a little of everything. Covino and Rich at Covino and Rich at Fox Sports Radio. If you want to chime in, like you said, um, as I heard Ralph talking about MLB. Yeah, I-, I feel like every time lately, when a league has had some type of hold up, we realize that we sort of want a little less. Yeah, but I'm a little fired down. You know, I want baseball to start. Enough with the tease here. Let's go with this. You just want baseball to start because you're bored now that football's over. Exactly. But what I'm saying is when the NBA stopped and we got that 50, 60-game schedule, oh, that was sort of sweet. And now I'm thinking, yo, would you really hate a shortened baseball season? I would not. I wouldn't. I just don't want to be delayed. Like My only thrill right now is Pam and Tommy and Tommy's junk. The it other, talks. the other co-star of the yeah, show. It talks. Who knew? So you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. So I want baseball. I want it. You know, I may be brown on the outside, Rich, as I said before, but I'm an old white guy on the inside. I like baseball and I like boxing. You're a so dinosaur. I feel like I'm the only guy that cares about the Amir Khan fight this weekend. So. How old is he? Sixty now? No, he's like thirty-five. There's a fight this weekend, yeah. so maybe we'll get to that. But first and first, mostly, again, a pleasure to be here in for Doug Gottlieb. We have special guests. I'm Steve Cavino. That is Rich Davis. Let's do it. Um, and we do want to hear from you guys. We're the most interactive show, most inclusive show on Fox Sports Radio, according to me. This is stuff I'm just making up and throwing out there. I love it. But want to get into this whole Matt Stafford thing because, again, it's all about optics. This whole conversation is about optics. Matt Stafford's not a bad guy. Do you want to explain what happened, Rich, well, for those who don't know? For those that uh, are living under a rock somewhere, a clumsy photographer... And that's not rude. That's the truth. It, that's not nice. It, it takes someone clumsy to fall Why off are the you stage. Already, we're trying to win people over and you're clumsy shaming. If someone falls off a stage backwards, it's not good. It's sad. I'm glad it looks like she's going to be all right. She hurt herself. She broke her back. I broke my back. Spinal. What's up, Tyson? It's a pleasure to be here. I will it's say. It's a pleasure though. to be your, your very first special guest. <laughs> I will say it's it's hard to say that it's not clumsy. If I, if, Kavino, if you and I were hanging and you fell off like my deck in the backyard, or if you fell into someone's pool, or you fell off a ledge, it's clumsy behavior. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. If I fell off your deck, <laughs> I would expect you to at least reach a handout, oh. not not sip your tea like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> And say, ooh, ooh and, and walk turn away. away. Like, it's yeah. not that he did anything wrong, but it looked bad. Dude. He looked bad. So, again, if you're not putting the pieces together, if you're not connecting the dots, la, 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 
connect the dots. Pee Wee Herman style. There's a photographer la, at the parade. La, la, la. She's there. She falls off the stage. Matt Stafford says, ooh, and walks away. Now, this clip has gone completely viral. Everybody's seen it. It's all over TikTok. People are dancing to it. Huh? You know, it's everywhere. It's, I don't know what I've seen more over the last 48 hours. It's a hours. hashtag clumsy photographer. Uh, what have you seen more over the last 48 hours? This woman falling off the stage or Julia Fox saying, Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. I don't know what I've seen more. Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. So it goes viral, and this is not the press that Stafford or the Rams need when everything's supposed to be positive right now. They just won the Super Bowl. They're yeah, celebrating. They're so they Donaldson. don't need this story. And remember how social media works. Remember how life works nowadays, right? They try to bring people down. People try to pounce. So the minute you do anything wrong, yeah. the minute you misstep or you, you sip your drink instead of helping somebody, the internet is going to pounce. So what happens next, guys? Well, Matt Stafford and the Rams, as of today, made it right. Yeah. Now, I think they had to. Rich, I feel like you're saying he didn't have to do anything. No. Aaron, there's Aaron Donald flexing like the Hulkster. Matt Stafford's chugging tequila. Tom Brady. Uh, this is all old news, but Tom Brady even tweeting out like, yo, drink some water, Matt. The only reason it's still news is because I'm at the gym last night, and this is even making the rounds on the TMZs of the world where they're like, is Matt Stafford a bad person? And I'm like, bad person? He did. He he sort of did what He's not most- a bad person, but he had... Bad instincts. Yeah. He really right, I'll, did. I'll give you that. His instinct should have been like, oh. Reach it, out a hand or something. At least pretend, pretend. for the optics, right? Uh, yeah. And especially, you know, an NFL quarterback oh. has to know, especially at a parade, yeah. that cameras are everywhere. So even if he even if he didn't care that much, right, he could have went like, ah, he could have oh, It's like when ah. you when you fake reach for the wallet. Or the, el- or the elevator door. Or the elevator door. <laughs> oh, oh sorry. Like, ah, you, like, you do it for the optics, just to pretend like, yeah, I, I'll throw in money on this lunch, but you're really hoping that someone else pays for it? You know, you're at least making the reach, making the effort, and he did the opposite. So it looked really, really bad. Let me make this clear. Is Matt Stafford a bad guy? Not Absolutely all. not. Right? It's a great story. You know, we talked about it here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, we're on usually Sunday nights here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, what a great story. He proves that if anyone's down on their luck, if anyone isn't getting that promotion, if they're not finding love, if life's just not hitting the way you wanted it to, maybe a new setting changes everything. This guy leaves Detroit. He's a superstar. He's a hero in one year. Prove that setting, new start, you could be the man. That's inspiring. So is he a bad guy? No, he's an inspiration. Did he have a bad moment? Yes. And here's where I got to give you the other side now. Optically, yes. Not great to, as you said, do the Kermit the Frog, sip your tea and look the other way. But it's not Matthew Matthew Stafford or (laughs) Kelly Stafford, his wife, his wife, who, by the way, had the kind instinct. She had the empathetic instinct to go, that is... Again, in all fairness, Rich, we don't know after, you know, boozing and schmoozing and being in a celebratory sort of mood how we would have reacted. So let's be fair about that. We don't know how we would have reacted, but I like to think I would have reacted like his wife. Just instinctively. I don't think he would have. Someone falls off a stage, I'm going to at least see, hey, you all right? You're the guy. Yeah, can I, I, I like hand him an umbrella or something? Here, grab what? Like, you know, hold, hold on, on to this. For people that are new to Cavino and Rich Phil and I forgot Leap, Cavino. Stick my leg let out. Me, at least me, try to help uh, out. Now, let me define Steve Cavino. 
you're the type of guy whose head is so far up your ass. Go to Starbucks, right? Here's Cavino. He's got his sunglasses on, his earbuds in. He takes out one earbud and he's like, I'll have a cold brew, thank you, with a little almond milk. No. Puts it coconut milk. Puts his earbud coconut back milk. in and then if you're going to describe way. me or define Co- me. Coconut milk. Get it right. Coconut Co- milk. Coconut milk. Coconut I mean, milk. Your head's up your butt. That doesn't so- mean that I wouldn't instinctively act appropriate and say, hey, uh, the Rams did. You know, you're right. I don't think you would have noticed. The Rams did. Yeah, I don't think you would have. You you, again, your head's up your butt. Okay, but did Matt Stafford notice? Yeah, he did. Clearly he did. Yeah, I think, Clearly uh, he did. I think the Rams and the Staffords did the right thing in 2022 where uh, the, the, the PR and the optics of it are important because now the fact that Matthew Stafford and the Rams have agreed to help this young woman Pay for her equipment, pay for her medical bills. By the way, she also had a GoFundMe page, which raised over like $50,000. Where did that happens? money go? Exactly. Right. Now that it, did that go to an IRA for her? Let's what? investigate where that money's at. <laughs> so with that said, optically, the Rams and Matthew Stafford are off the hook. But I got to ask you, I was Sam, Burrish, Ralph Irvin. Are you guys in a drunk moment celebrating the greatest moment in your sports career? Super Bowl Parade. People's shirts are off, they're flexing, they got bottles of tequila and booze. Yeah! Woo! Can you be held accountable for, like, ignoring someone falling? For bad instincts. I think I think his face was the thing that was, like, the stamp. <laughs> ooh. Because he's like, ooh. it's kind of like a joke, like, you're, let's say you're in the audience at a concert and someone, like, on stage, like, everyone's making that face, but no one's holding you accountable for it. I was yeah. saying, he could have at least, like, bit a knuckle. Just to, <gasps> he turned around. <laughs> yeah, he like just, he ran into someone he didn't want to see at the grocery exactly. store. Exactly, and he went the opposite it, direction. That's exactly and it. And so those he is not obligated to go help this person. He should. He's not actually. He does, like everyone else is going to run to the to this woman and help oh. her. But I mean, the face he made and the the turnaround, the pivot. This is why. Really made it better. By the way, pivot. this is why they had to react. A, it was the right thing to do, and it's, it's twenty dollars. Uh, you know, in comparison to what they're making, it's not breaking the bank to help this woman out with her medical costs and she got really hurt let's let's keep that in mind yeah Kavita, we, we did the math uh, it, for what they all make the rams and matthew stafford is like paying her medical bills would be like throwing someone a 20 like a 10 so i get it it's a write-off it could it's a charitable nice donation this girl is gonna be taken care of which is a nice story but it's not only to help out this woman because she got hurt at their parade and it looked bad for him it's it's also, a bit of a selfish move, meaning it clears his name. It's a tactic, yeah. right? He beat social media to the punch. Like, hey, yeah, I know it looked bad, but I'm paying for it, so take that, top that. It's like addressing a bad hair day before someone at the office makes fun of you for it. It's like addressing that pimple on your nose before your buddy calls you out on it. It's like you're taking away the joke. You're taking away the the you know the negative press by addressing it Immediately, and that's what they did. You got to give him credit for that, Matthew Stafford. This could have been a moment that sort of put a little damper on the greatest week of his life. So I'm glad it went away. I'm glad it went away for his sake. And unfortunately, it becomes a big story. But that's the world we live in, and that's the world you know. You and I, if you're new to Cavino and Rich, are consumed by. You go on social media. That's all you see. It's this woman falling. Multiple angles. Multiple, yeah, exactly. And and Matthew Stafford's reaction to it. But as of today, it's all good. Now, my other big Matthew Stafford takeaway. Yeah. 
I've been loving how NFL NFL Films is putting out all the mic'd ups. Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford. You see these guys in their element during the Super Bowl. I thought you, Steve Cavino, yeah, said the word bro a lot. Oh yeah. There's a new league leader. If you get a chance to look this up in your free time, look up the NFL Films mic'd up. Matthew Stafford, him and Sean McVay. Bro, 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 bro. I mean, how yo, do you address bro, bro, your bro? Bro, 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 bro. Hey, you know what? Are you a romance. All, yeah, you get a highbrow on me? Along. I'm not getting highbrow. I say bro, but I, I'm amazed that how? I think I thought you were the league leader of bros. Bersh, Iowa Sam, Ralph. I mean, how do you address your colleagues, your your pals, your bros? Do you, do you throw in a bruv? A bro? Do you well, throw you in Jamie a Tart? What are you, Jamie Tart, bruv? You say bro. Might throw in a bros of Stalin, you know. Exactly. <laughs> bro Montana. All right, bro, <laughs> name it. Bring it in. Bring it in. Like, that's how guys behave, and then when people see it, they make fun of it. It's like, well, how, what do you say? How do you address? Oh, hello, miss. Hello, sir. Like, how do... How else would you address your I, teammate, I your it. coach, or I get it, but buddy? I, or- if, it, if it hasn't been done already, maybe I'll do it from. How board. you doing, fella? Maybe I'll do it from board later. But someone will put together a bro montage of Matthew Stafford because it, it, it's it's endearing. I get it. Some he, guys are broier than others, yeah, and I'm he, accused of that often. He is very to me. That says he's a cool guy. He's very cool, very sweet, very kind. You see very him go, laid back. You see him going up to every guy on the team at some point and being like, "Yo, bro, we in this? Yo, like everything's like." Bro, this is our moment. Bro, 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 bro. I mean it. I, See, yeah. I mean, I, to me, it's a term of endearment. Like, Iowa Sam, you're my bro. That means we're brothers in this together. Bro. Orale, hermano. Sometimes bro, though, can be used in sort of a um, dismissal, a dismissive way. That's, okay, bro. That's bro. Okay, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. That's all the inflection. Yeah. It is about the inflection. There's the B-R-U-H to B-R-E-H, bro. But when I say bro, I'm shortening up my brother. So he's have you, have trying you, to get. Have you retired, dude? <laughs> What's up, dude? What about chief? What about boss? Now, boss. see, this are my guy. No, no. My guy. My, my guy. guy's all right, you know, but. You got to mix it up chief, a little bit. Chief, all that stuff, that's condescending to me. Like, if someone says, hey, what's up, big guy or chief? I think you want to fight. Well, that's how I interpret well, you, you, that. You don't like but big guy. You, you don't like big bro, guy, I guess you're 5'9. All right. Uh, too tall Jones, Rich Davis. Uh, <laughs> okay, five minute ball. Five foot nine and a half. Wow. Uh, no, it's true. With height increasing shoes, I am five ten and three fourths. Some so if someone's calling me, yeah. So if someone's calling me big guy, I'm like, all right, you want to fight? Let's throw down. What's what's the problem here? You got beef? But when someone says bro, I think they're on. They're showing you the level they're on, and it's like, okay, cool. I like okay. you. Well, the ultimate bro, Matthew Stafford, seems to be off the hook he for is. this. He is. They're paying the bills of. Kelly Smiley. So get well, Kelly Smiley. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, good to see you. They picked the perfect host because I'm great at sitting. I'm great at that. You're fantastic. Look how great I'm sitting in. Sitting here. It's Cavino and Rich. We are. The best of them. I am. I'm great at this. I'm a professional. We are Cavino and Rich. We are Fox Sports. And we want you to check out the latest lines from the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Rich, you're long past that. Stop what are you it. like, 51? 
61. <laughs> Must be present in Colorado, bro. Illinois, Indiana, bro. and Pennsylvania bro. to play. Bro. Bro. Gambling bro. problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. Bro. Again, hit us up at Covino and Rich, the most interactive, most inclusive show on Fox Sports Radio, according to me and Rich. Again, I'm Steve Covino, Rich Davis, Spotty's here, Iowa Sam, Bursch, Ralph Irvin. What a crew. We what appreciate a crew. your feedback. 877-99 on Fox. And what later this hour... NASCAR's Denny Hamlin stopping by that to is say, fantastic. ¿Qué tal, vatos locos? I don't think he's saying that, but he will be here. You mean the favorite in this Sunday's Daytona 500? I'm going to ask him about that. Great question. Well, I want to know, is there added pressure or oh. is that just expected? Well, um, let me give you a couple fun facts. On this date, one year ago today, Carson Wentz moved to the Colts. That did, was one year ago today. Did you get a today. Facebook reminder? Yeah, it was that. Yeah, it's a little Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and then a Facebook reminder that in this, on this date in 1965, uh, this is for uh, you boomers out there. It was the day Frank Gifford decided to hang it up and go from playing football to broadcasting oh, football. Wow. The legendary late great Frank Gifford uh, on this date. By the way, you know whose birthday it is today? Fresh off the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, I know the the, the lighting guy. <laughs> The guy who hung 50 Cent upside yeah, the down. the guy who held 50 Cent's legs. <laughs> the guy who he was... dressed him with the tank top and the headband. Actually, I know. I know. Dr. Dre turns 57. Dr. Dre is 57, and I find my favorite observation... Yeah! From, my favorite observation from the Super Bowl halftime show is, depending on how old you are, you loved it or hated it. If you are 30-something to 40-something, it's your childhood. It's how you grew up. If you're older than that, it's like, oh, it was crap. I hated it. Yeah. Ask your ask your parents. They su- They thought it sucked. I don't have ask- patience for it. Yeah, I- I'm allergic to that reaction. I'm like, well, then you just don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. I even told my mom. I said, Mom, you know, lose yourself. You know, Dre and Snoop. I mean, you were in the car with me when we were when I was a kid, right? I think. Look, everybody was caught up in the moment though, because everybody loves nostalgia, and those songs were the san- soundtracks to our lives. But yeah. it wasn't the greatest ever. Like, slow down. It wasn't the greatest ever, but it was really good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Now, it's no Bruno Mars, maybe? Look, there's been a lot of great performances in the past few years. It wasn't a Bruno Mars. It wasn't a Prince. But it was great. I enjoyed it. I'm not here to hate on it. You know, that's the problem with society today. Everybody's quick to find the problem, right? I hate it. It stinks. <laughs> I hate it. Man. Actually, you know what the, my biggest gripe? I, I do have gripes. You really want to dissect it. And we'll take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. Observation number one. I was surprised, like everybody in the world, to see 50 Cent, or as they call him now, Unfitty Cent, which is unfair, and maybe we'll talk about that. It's unfair because you think you look how you looked in 03? But here's the thing. When In the Club came out in 2003, you think you look the same at 20-something and 40-something? I want to see I want to see all the critics with their shirt off at 25 and 45. He's laughing it off. He's laughing it off. He's having fun with it, I know. Fitty's a good sport. He, he likes, he likes the bus. He likes the bus chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he and he likes pork <laughs> chops now too. He likes the bus chops and pork chops. But you know what? I think he was a little too long, right? Every minute counts in a in a halftime show. So yeah, it was cool to see Fitty Cent, but like a little too long. And unpopular opinion. Mary J. Blige. Oh, it is unpopular. Hold on. Women, yeah, love, oh, women love her. She's women great. love her. Oh, she's so great. I, and she is. But again, a little too long. I think she went a little too long. Save the drama for your mama. 
You don't want no more drama? I wanted <laughs> just a little less and a little more from Dr. Dre. Nothing but a G thing. Maybe a little more Eminem. My only gripe. It's like when you go to a fireworks show, Rich, and the finale happens, and you're like, is that it? Is that it? Oh. Is that it? Oh. And then you're like, oh, it was better last year. Oh, <laughs> oh is that it? Is, that, is it over? Oh. I feel like it ended too quick. No. Like, oh, oh. Come on. I wanted, I, the only problem I was saying was that I wanted more. So that essentially is a good thing, right? Like we, we were left wanting more because they could have went on for two hours straight, and we would have enjoyed that. So yeah. that's my only gripe. It was good. Well, if you want to play the numbers game, the most viewed halftime show of all time. You got to go back like seven years. Katy Perry with the dancing sharks. Almost 120 million people tuned in for that. I say get out of here. You know why? Why? Because if the takeaway is the dancing sharks, it wasn't that good. And that's no knock on Katy Perry. Shakira. Blah, 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 blah. Remember she did that I'm, move? I'm against that because she started the pandemic with that. And Jennifer Lopez. That was the most streamed Super Bowl halftime show internationally. Um, but if you look everybody at the wanted last, to see uh, the, the jiggle of the wiggle. That's I, why. I know. But when you, when you talk about the last 10 or 15 halftime shows, Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J, that was, that was a top five over the last, what, 10 to 20 years? Maybe. You got to put Prince, Prince in there. Prince was 2007, though. You got to so, yeah. uh, Prince was 15 years ago. Let's maybe. say out of the last 10 years, Dre, Snoop, M. Blige, Lamar, that's easy top five. Easily top five. No question. Top five in the last 20 years. Now it's a little tougher because you're adding you're adding Prince. You're adding Bruno Mars. You're adding, you know, it, there's other good ones too, man. Lady Gaga, Aerosmith, U2. 2001 was a great one. One year McCart- McCartney did it one year. Bruce Instinct, Springsteen. Britney. Mary yeah, J. Yeah, but that's just too much of a... Nelly. Beyonce, uh, Beyonce, knocked too many the, random people. No, that involved. was great. Beyonce knocked the lights out in New Orleans. Remember that? Now the question is, a good question, by the way. I know what you're going to ask. The question based on read the speculation mind, is: Davis? If most of us enjoyed this year's performance, but there was an older generation that were like, I don't like it. <laughs> Where's Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> I don't like it. Where's the Who? <laughs> I used to be a lot stronger. What do we do next year in Arizona? That's the question. Because everybody has their hot take or their better answer. But guess what? Cavino and Rich, we're not here just because we're nice guys, because we're swell fellas, because we have great hair. We're here because we have the answer. I have, we have the best yeah. answer. We've compiled what we think could be the ultimate Super Bowl halftime show. Now, keep in mind, over the last 10 plus years, Every big-time superstar has had their shot. There's very few people that you could say that are A-list artists haven't done it. Take a look real quick. This year's Super Bowl, The Weeknd, J-Lo, Maroon 5, JT, Gaga, Coldplay, Katy Perry, Bruno Mars, Beyonce, Madonna, Black Eyed Peas, The Who. Now we're going old school. but You know where I love Justin Timberlake best, though? Justin Timberlake was best in Ozark. I really thought he was great in that. That's Ruth. I thought that was Justin Timberlake. I'm going to tell my kids that's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> so the question again, 877-99 on Fox. You know, Rich is trying to make the point of, we're running out of acts, right? We've had all the the A-list pop stars. So well, I, my, my thought is this, in a, in a world where it used to be, what's that old saying you came up with, Rich? 
you can't please anyone? Oh, it used to be you can't please everyone. Now it's you can't please anyone. In a world where you can't please anyone, What's what the would closest? be the best choice for next year? Now, two bands immediately come to mind for me, and I'm telling you, they're the wrong answer because we have the best answer. Two, two people come to mind, and I think they're the wrong answer, which is why I have the right answer. Wrong answer, number one. Wrong answer, number one. Taylor Swift. One of the biggest international stars, but does not appeal enough to the broader audience of, of grown-ups and men. And So I think Taylor is a, a little too niche for the Super Bowl halftime show. And that's the same reason why I'm going to say no to your, your answer. Well, I'm going to go with Guns N' Roses first. T- too old guy. Uh, too old guy. No, well, it's not even that. It's, it's Axl Rose isn't one of those guys that you know, maintained his voice. Let's just say that. You know, he looks like Mama Fratelli now, as the online joke goes. And he's just not in the condition to perform a show of that magnitude and give it justice, right? People, they want to see GNR. They don't want to see that GNR. So are Guns N' Roses legendary enough? Yeah. Would we love that? Yeah. Not now. But is it too late? Unfortunately, yeah. So I got to take that off the table. You can argue that all you want. But Axel just doesn't have it. He can't get through a set. The excitement of a Super Bowl a year from now, I doubt it, unless he gets on some serious training. So GNR off the table, although they should have done it. Guns N' Roses off the table. Taylor Swift off the table. And I'm going to say, just because they're a little too rock for the mainstream, even though they're legends, I'm taking Metallica off the table. I'm taking Metallica off the table. See, I I see Iowa Sam shaking his head. I don't even know what you're thinking, but I am a defender of they got to be there. But they're not the best answer right now. Also, I, I thought this, you know, remember when Metallica re- released uh, St. Anger? Yeah. I was like, man, James Hetfield's voice. It doesn't sound like the one from the late 80s, early 90s. He hits those really high pitches. So I feel like in a way, like Axl Rose and James Hetfield, unless I haven't, I, I know they've released a couple albums since then. He's kind of worked that vocal range back up. But um, they're, they're, they're getting up there. They're in their I, 50s I gotta, now. I, look, I got to. Maybe gotta, in their 60s. I don't know. I got to yeah. give props where they're due, though. James Hetfield is the league leader of the number one. Yeah, in rock. <laughs> yeah, he does great. It's, it's, it's the number one. <laughs> you know why the they're called one. Metallica, right? Why? Because they're actually originally called Metallic, but he put Metallica. <laughs> he put an ah at the end. Used to, they were just they wanted to call themselves Metallic. You ain't my bitch. <laughs> so it had an ah. Ooh, yeah. So, wow. I want to throw this out here, and then we'll get back to some football. We'll get back to some Daytona and baseball. Is the world ready for the number one answer? All the sports going on in the world, but since we're fresh off the Super Bowl and the halftime show, Kavino and I have compiled what we think is the no-fail Super Bowl halftime show for for 2023. There's always special guests, right? Oh, I have a feature. And when they're too random, I don't like it. I don't. Spot, the one you mentioned in 2001. It's like, that's too much. No, it was great. No, it's yeah, like too it much. Fantastic. They were all stars. It's like though. a bunch of people no. that shouldn't be at a party together. No, it was amazing. No, it's uh, weird. It was good. So, Here, what's the answer? And what's your answer? We want to know. The number 877 99 on Fox. Here is the best answer. Change our mind. Fox Sports Radio, Kavino and Rich. This is the no fail Super Bowl halftime show for 2023. Dave Grohl comes out there. Foo Fighters. He brings on Post Malone to do some of the 
Nirvana covers he's oh. done. I can oh. see it. He's like, you make me dizzy, running circles in my head. And then he does one of his own circles or something. And then they bring out for the younger demo, because they have a relationship, Billie Eilish. Foo Fighters, Post Malone, Billie Eilish. You go from hip hop this year to rock pop next year. But you're forgetting why the the Post Malone tie-in. Post Malone rocks out. Not only does he bring that hip hop sort of vibe with him, not only does he bring that swagoo. Most face tattoos for a halftime show. That's, he that would he also rocks be. out, and he could do a Nirvana cover while Dave Grohl's on the kit in the back doing the da 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 do da do da. Yep. And the crowd goes mm-hmm. berserk. And you please almost everybody. Who doesn't love Dave Grohl? Who doesn't love Dave Grohl? Everyone His name must. is synonymous with awesome. Everything he touches turns to Grohl. <laughs> right? So you got the Foo Fighters, right. Post Malone, who could rap and rock. He'll sing and cover Kurt Cobain's part when they do the Nirvana portion. And then if you feel like you're leaving out the younger demo, bam! Bring in Billie Eilish for one collaboration with Survey says number one answer on the board. Change our minds. Top that. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Do we want to go to Denny Hamlin? We're a day and a half away from Daytona. What's up, Denny? Welcome to the show, man. How's it going? What's up, bud? Hey, before we even get into uh, Daytona, let me ask you, being that you are right in our age demo, who do you want to see at the Super Bowl halftime show moving forward? Is there anyone that hasn't done it yet that you would like to see? Um, someone asked me the other day, what would have made it better? I said, Jay-Z. Uh, that's the only thing that could have made it better for me. Yeah, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. But it was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I love me, it. That's, that's, that's my wheelhouse. Jay-Z would be a great Super Maybe Bowl the game would have been a good fit for that particular show. And, Denny, we were just talking about the saying there's always next year. Speaking of the Super Bowl, that was you know that was Joe Burrow's chance. Well, don't worry, Joe, next year. And I always think, like, next, next year, like, yo, that might have been your chance. Yeah, do, do as you... a guy that competes. I mean, what's your take on that? Because some people say that's the worst phrase in sports. Hi. Yeah, I, listen, I've heard it a lot. <laughs> I mean, I've been part of the Final Four years in a row and, and haven't won it. And, you know, that we always think that there's next year you'll just have an opportunity, but you just never know. There's too many variables to say what will happen. Well, what happens when you have, you're decimated with injuries in, in next year? And, there, you know, well, then, all right, we'll wait until next year. Next thing you know, your talent's getting older and are you going to draft as good? It's, it's very tough to say we'll just get them next year. Uh, you always have to take advantage and look at, the goal that's right in front of you. I wanted to ask you, since you're favored to win, is that just expected from you? Like, does that give you extra confidence or added pressure? Uh, yeah, I think it, it listen, it, it, it's probably taken for granted everything that we've done here and, and, you know, how good it's been. Our results have just been phenomenal. It's hard to be expected to win at this type of racing because there are so many variables that we don't control. 
as as a race car driver. You know, there's there's the team aspect. You have a pit crew. You don't know when in other sports when your competition makes a mistake, you capitalize. You know, because it's a one versus one sport. You know, or it's a team versus team. Well, we're racing against 36 other teams. So when some you know dumbass goes out and crashes <laughs> and it he bounces off the wall and into you, well, you didn't have anything to do that do with that but his mistake just took you out so that's what's different and that's why it's so hard to win at this level is because of the variables you can't control you know when there's so many variables again denny hamlin here with cavino and rich and by the way there's no more annoying variable in any sport yeah than what denny just said the, the ability of someone to totally f you up and you have nothing to do with it that's that's a that's a rare thing in sports i i'm wondering what's the night before like it's such a big event there's so much on the line all these variables that you, d- you just discussed is it tough to sleep what's going through your mind what what's your routine the night before you know the night before i mean early on in my career yeah maybe it was tough to sleep but i've just been doing it for so long now that i, I don't really get too excited one way or another um you know i listen i'm not at the tail end of my career but i'm on the i'm on the back side of it so I just I do try to enjoy it, the, these moments a little bit more, um, but I just I don't get nervous anymore because I've, I've just seen seen it all at, at this point. Hey, Denny, let me ask you in the uh, in the world of social media and a younger generation that's stuck to their phones, watching videos, watching clips. I think Jeff Gordon recently said he wants his drivers to step out of their comfort zone to become more mainstream. And I think you responded with, you can't force that to happen. Is it, is it hard to force people that don't want the spotlight to jump into the spotlight? Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, superstars are unique because they're able to accomplish things that just normal people are not. or not, Even athletes at the same level as them can't accomplish because they're not as talented. So, And then when you add the element of, they're known outside of their profession. Mm-hmm. Now they're, I mean, now they're superstar status. Now a star is someone that's great in their, in their realm of sport or whatever it is, but a superstar is someone that's known well beyond what their profession is, in my opinion. So it is tough to get that, to have the mix of both. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, let's just bring up Floyd Mayweather. While everyone may not love him, you know, he was a, you know, or, or, or Conor McGregor, like people know him as much mm-hmm. off of wrestling or UFC than than he is actually a fighter. Like it's just you know he's got so much other stuff going on. He's eccentric and he you know dresses crazy. Like that's a superstar because people and and that's the criticism of a guy like Mike Trout who might be the greatest baseball player of the last decade or so, Correct. but no one necessarily knows Mike yeah. Trout if he's walking down Ventura Boulevard right here. Um, Got to ask you because you're. A guy that thrives in a world of uh, high pressure situations and th- you know that you know the thrill seeking speed, adrenaline rush, adrenaline rushes. Uh, are in real life, like outside of outside of essentially your work, do you seek that out or are you a chill guy? You know, a mix of both. I mean, it, it, it honestly is a mix of both. I mean, there's sometimes I like to fly under the radar, and there's other times where I like my voice heard. So it's just, you know, I listen, I don't always fall into the, uh, you know, good old boy, mm-hmm. um, country guy, like so many drivers have been for, you know, so many years, but, you know, even though that might be where I came from, it doesn't mean that, you know, I chose that, you know, so 
I like to be myself, and sometimes myself is different than what people are used to. What thrills you, man? If if you know, there's so much adrenaline going on when you're racing. What actually thrills you? Gets the adrenaline pumping aside from racing cars. Ah, uh, you know, hard work and seeing results from hard work, and it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's you know, I'm trying to be a better golfer or you know, trying to build a business, like doing work and then seeing results of that is what I look for. I'm just one of those people that really likes to put, you know, get an agenda, go to work and, and let's see what happens. All right. Well, we're excited to see the results on Sunday, two thirty Eastern Rooting on for you. Fox. Thank you. Denny Hamlin for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Cool, man. Denny and- Hamlin.